Hi guys, it's me, Brayla, the host of this podcast, and today's episode is going to be on social anxiety, um, judgment, and judgment. Um, so, I'm a little late to this because it was like October 10th, but Mental Health Awareness Day was actually October 10th, but I I don't think I was up, maybe I was up and running then, but I just didn't know, so we're going to pretend like it's still Mental Health Awareness Day. So we're going to be talking about social anxiety. I'm going to give you the Google definition of social anxiety um, or SAD, social social anxiety disorder. So, the definition says, give me a second, let me pull it up. Social anxiety disorder is a disorder, a chronic mental health condition in which social interactions cause irrational anxiety. Um, for people with social anxiety disorder, everyday social interactions cause irrational anxiety, fear, self-consciousness, and embarrassment. Um, if this is a trigger for you, this episode is probably not for you. Uh, if you have severe social anxiety, you can listen if you want to, or you should probably click off it's, if it's a trigger. Um, some symptoms of social anxiety include excess fear of situations in which one may be judged, worry about embarrassment or humiliation, or concern about offending someone. Now, how does social anxiety play in your life or in my life? So in my life, social anxiety, it does not play a huge part in my everyday uh, in my everyday things. And if you know me really well, if you're a friend at school, it may seem like I don't have social anxiety. But I honestly, I think I do. Um, I overanalyze a lot of things. I, I overanalyze, and this just could be overthinking, but... Overanalyze the way I talk to people. Overanalyze um, the way I walk because I constantly feel like I'm being judged. I overanalyze literally everything. So let's say, for example, I'm walking next to someone down the stairs because we have stairs in our school. If you know where I go to school at and you go to school with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But we have stairs at our school. This is just an example. This didn't happen in real life. But let's say I'm walking up the stairs with someone next to me. My mind immediately thinks this person is watching my every move. This person is watching how I walk up the stairs, how I move my shoulder. This person is watching me carry my instrument in my backpack and another bag up the stairs. And that person could care less about me. That's a part of uh, my social anxiety, uh, fear of being humiliated. I think that's a uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty rational and that's pretty um, normal. I think no one wants to be embarrassed or humiliated. But I've I've seen people with severe social anxiety to the point where they can't uh, they can't pick their head up off the ground. They can't look at someone in the eyes, and it's just really bad. Uh, I think if you see a person like that, just say hi. Just say hello. That person don't realize how easy it is to talk to someone. Um, with me, talking to new people or people I've never met before is probably the hardest because, like I said, um, I feel like I'm being judged, and this 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 doesn't happen for a lot of people. Um, I talked to um, my mom or my mama, and she was like, you, "You're just probably overanalyzing a lot of things, and you're probably just uh, scared." You know, don't be scared. You can start by saying hello or hi to three people in the morning or two people in the a- afternoon. Um, she was like, "I definitely don't go do that. Uh, that's that's something. It's like an inner conflict that you have, you know." feel like you're being judged all the time and stuff of that matter 
but yeah talking to people is really hard like I, I really want to say hi I really want to say how are you doing or how was your day but it just doesn't come out of my mouth like my brain just stops it literally goes into a uh, flight fright or freeze mode I think it is and I just freeze you know I can't I can't get those words out but, uh, back to social anxiety it affects a lot of people it's it's really bad and it stops people from getting any opportunities that they would even have if they didn't have social anxiety you know people with social anxiety they <laughs> they don't speak a lot which means you know having to present in school is probably really hard for them and you know a lot of high school teachers these days baby if you don't present that's an f in the grade but them having social anxiety just cause them to get an f and then that can transpire onto things more in the future. An interview. They're so timid. They, well, you don't have to be timid to have social anxiety. But they're so nervous. And they're so scared of messing up or being humiliated or being judged by the um, employer. That they don't talk. Or the questions that they answer sound really stupid. So they just miss the chance to get a job. A really great, great paying job. Social anxiety affects a lot of people. Um, and it, it doesn't even have to be social anxiety. It can be anxiety in general. I know a lot of people have anxiety in general. It, it's um, Google says it's a it's usually a self-diagnosable um, disorder. And just if you have anxiety, it does not mean that you are crazy or you're mentally ill. It just means you know you think a bit differently than most people. You know, again, you overanalyze a lot of things. Um, so yeah, social anxiety can be terrible, like it can really mess up a lot of things for you and people around you. I have been around people who are, um, very free spirited, uh, talk to everyone, say hey to everyone. And I'm just like, how do you do that? How, and, um, it is just weird to me to think someone can walk up to someone and be like, hey, and dab them up or something like that. I cannot do that. And if I do that, if you see me do that, I'm really trying to be like, um, I can't find the word. If you see me do that, I'm really trying to be over the top. That's the best way I can explain it. If you see me just walking up to someone, hey, girl, girl, what are you doing? And dab me up. Or, hey, boy. I'm being over the top and don't ever think I actually act like that in real life. It's just me being excited. You know, sometimes, you know, you get out your own head for a moment. So moving on from social anxiety to peer pressure, because obviously social anxiety wouldn't have lasted that long. There's only so much you can say about a disorder. I could have went into statistics, but no one wants to listen to that. This is not a TED Talk podcast. This is a podcast for teenagers. So, um, peer pressure, peer pressure, oh, a lot with this topic. This topic is probably one of the most, is, wait, not most, probably the most, why do I keep saying most? Probably the least talked about topic I want to say. Peer pressure happens a lot, especially in high school. I can go on and on about the things people can pressure you to do. For example, someone can pressure you to smoke. Someone can pressure you to go to a party that you don't want to go to. Can pressure you to drink. Can pressure you to um, have sexual interactions with someone else. That's peer pressure, you know. Your peers aren't the only one who pressure you. Your teachers pressure you to get a good grade, you know. Your parents pressure you to be successful. 
happens everywhere around us. And I talked about this in the previous episode, I'm pretty sure. Once you get so much pressure on you, it's hard to actually perform. Um, for example, uh, I had scale testing in band. If you're a band student, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We had scale testing. The first time, I completely choked. I completely freaked out, and I played the wrong notes. But mind you, before that, I knew every single note. But then when I got up there and all the pressure was on me, I kind of crackled. You know, at that point, I was not a diamond. I was still a piece of coal. You understand what I'm saying? So pressure, it, it can do pretty bad things to people. So, for example, um, we're going to use the worst one in this situation for high school. Uh, so, your friend says, let's go to a party. You're like, yeah, could be cool. Um, so, your friend, and it doesn't even have to be your friend. It could be someone who you think is cool. You see them drinking. You say, hmm, maybe I should go get a bit of Cavassier, you know. Let's pass the Cavassier, you know. Let's, let's get drunk. Let's get drunk for the fun of it. You know, we're sophomores. You're only a sophomore in high school once. You know, that's, that's your mentality. That's what you're thinking. So, you decide to drink that Grey Goose, that Ciroc, that Vodka. Don't ask me why I know all these alcohol names, but I do. You you decide to drink that. So, you drink that. You're feeling good. You're dancing to the music. Then you decide, I'm going to go in the back room and just collect myself. Little do you know what's waiting in that back room, baby girl. That's someone in that back room, a creep. You're vulnerable, and you're you're not protected. You're not safe. You can barely think straight. So that person in the back room with you, um, if they're not um, drunk and can't think straight, they're most likely sober and about to do something to you that can be very bad, whether it's raping you, whether it's uh, slapping you, hitting you, Shoot, I don't know. I, I I don't know. A lot of things can happen in a room. Um, I'm not gonna get too deep into that because that's that is a bit uh PG. That's not PG. Um, PG thirteen. I mean, be fit PG thirteen or yeah. But that's peer pressure. You know, your peers around you are like. Let's drink, let's drink. And you feel like you have to give into that when you honestly don't. Um, another form of peer pressure, um, it doesn't always have to end in a bad um, situation. Um, another example is like your friends, like, uh, I want to try out for the softball team. You should do it with me. You, you should, oh my gosh, it'll be so fun, Jessica. Let's try out for the softball team. Oh my God, we're going to get all the boys. Have you seen what girls look like in their softball uniforms? They're so thick. You know, people like to always at work. They are so thick. Um, no. So, you're, you just, so you end up trying out for the softball team. And, um, you don't make it. And you're like, dang it, I really suck. Why did I do this in the first place? And then you feel like a failure. I'm oh, sorry, I had to, I had to jam to Bobby Brown real quick. Um, but then you feel like a failure. You feel like I should have never did this. I suck at everything. So your friend pressuring you to try out for softball just made you feel like a failure, which leads you not to try for anything else again. It doesn't always have to work that way. Your friend could be giving you a little push, but more times than not, it is it is uh, peer pressure. And a lot of people don't think a lot of these situations are peer pressure because they're like, that's my friend. Like, she's just suggesting some suggest. She's just suggesting something to me. Like, what harm could it do? 
But, you know, if your mental health ain't that good, it's going to do a lot of harm because you're going to see yourself as worthless and not able to trial for any sport or not able to pass any tests, stuff like that. So peer pressure is really bad. Let's talk about parent peer pressure. That's not even a such thing. So let's just say parent pressure. Parents pressure us a lot. Like, um, I'm going to say this again, probably a lot of times this episode, I said this in the last episode. Parents pressure us a lot. Um, whether they realize it or not, parents pressure us to be a good kid. Parents pressure us to listen. Which, you should want to do those things by yourself, but they 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 add pressure to it, if that makes sense. Um, for example, um... Sorry, I'm listening. I'm watching this stupid love and basketball stuff, and it is very distracting. So let me put this on mute, cause <laughs> knowing me, they okay. Let me stop playing. Uh, parents pressure you a lot. You know, parents pressure you to get good grades. Uh, so just like with the softball situation, you get that bad grade, you feel like you're worthless, or you're not enough, or you, you just feel like you're a failure at everything. Well, no, you're not a failure. That's not the case. But you feel that way because so much pressure has been put on you not to fail that you crack under the pressure and you fail. And uh, cracking under the pressure, I feel like, is a very normal human thing to do. No one is made to perform in these circumstances. Uh, You know, no one is like, no, we're not God. We cannot take on the sins and the burdens of humans and then we'll be nailed to a cross and spit on ourselves. We're not we're not Jesus. We can't do that. You know, it, it's normal for us to crack under pressure. So a task I have for you, whoever you are listening right now, boy, girl, man, woman, 16, 17, 12, 11, 9, 19, 34, whether you're in a senior home or you go to high school, I want you to think of a way that you've been, um, you've fallen into peer pressure, and I want you to try, try to prevent that from happening again, whether it's with a friend, a parent, anything, don't, um, with the parent situation, don't say my parents are pressuring me to make good grades, so I'm gonna make bad grades, no, just realize that all the pressure that's putting, being put on you now, it, it, it's kind of worthless, you know, it's, you only live once. There doesn't mean go out and drink and smoke and, you know, sleep around with everyone. But dedicating your whole life to grades and dedicating your whole life to a certain sport is only going to get you so far. You know, when you leave a certain, you're not going to leave with that money. You're not going to leave with them grades. You're going to leave what you came in here with, which is nothing. <laughs> like, you're going to die with nothing. So, I probably just lost you here. But so, the next time you find yourself falling into peer pressure, think of a way that you can stop it. Say, hey, should I really skip class and go knock on doors and play this game? Should I really talk to these people just because my friend wants me to get a boyfriend? Should I really go take a shot of my dad's alcohol? I, I, no, um, the wrong example. Hey, let's choose a different. Should I really terrorize these people because my friend said it would be so fun? You know, stuff like that. Like, just think about it. What well, is that the best thing for you to do at that moment in time? Um. So I obviously was not prepared for this episode. There's been a lot going on recently. I'm gonna break out into casual talk now. We kind of talked about peer pressure and social anxiety, so now I'm gonna break into casual talk. Um. Basically, there's been a lot going on in my personal life. 
Uh, it's nothing I can't handle because, like I said, God never gives me anything I can't handle. Like, you know, he gives the hardest tasks to his strongest warriors, and I believe that. So, um, um, just a lot has been going on. I've been dealing with a lot of stress, which caused me to do some things I am not proud of. Um, band auditions is coming up, you know, first year, second year, if you know how that we just finished first quarter and we're on second quarter and my grades aren't looking so good right now. Um, home life, it's pretty decent, but it's still, it's still stressful. I feel like uh, home life is stressful no matter no matter way it goes. But I think the most stressful things right now are is just school and trying to navigate how I'm supposed to still be the 14-year-old teenager who makes good grades, who does a podcast, who who does these things, who's a good Samaritan, while still trying to do good in school, if that makes sense. How am I supposed to navigate school life and then regular life to eventually just become successful? So it it's pretty difficult. But I've been doing things to make it easier. For example, I've been writing out some things that happened in my day that I was proud of because it gets you to look on the brighter side of things. I've been writing down um my day in general just just to see how i progress over time i've been writing down things i've been struggling with just to see how it progresses over time so something i've been struggling with a lot lately is like paranoia um which just can be another form of social anxiety i feel like paranoia paranoia and social anxiety i feel goes good together because the whole judgment situation you feel like someone's always watching you you don't want to be embarrassed and stuff like that um, yeah, I've been very, very paranoid and not like someone's watching me cause like they're out to get me or like, you know, they're trying to kill me or they're just being creepy, sneaky and, um, stuff like that. But more of like someone's watching me and they're judging me or just me the way I'm sitting. They're judging my hair. They're judging my clothes, they're judging my skin, stuff like that. It's not really like they're out to kill me. You know what I'm saying? I've been dealing with that a lot and it actually caused me to have a breakdown, um, a while back, um, I've been dealing with trying to expand my um, vocabulary knowledge. Uh, as stupid as I sound, I really want to expand my vocabulary because it just makes you sound smarter. But not only does it make you sound smarter, it inspires, it inspires people around you to learn a big vocabulary. Because if you're speaking in these big words like, um, geez, uh, belligerent and stuff like that, and you have a friend, they're like, what do you mean? You know, uh, they have to go figure out what that word means. And if you're going to keep talking like that, they eventually have to learn those words. Um, so, yeah, trying to expand my vocabulary. I've been reading a lot more. Like I said, I've been reading uh, Midnight Sun, which is a pretty good book. Like, I get so excited over characters. Like, oh, my goodness. Reading is such a spark. Um, band, stuff like that. Been learning the ukulele, learned a couple songs. I learned Heather by Conan Gray. I've learned um, Riptide. I've learned Hallelujah and just little things. I've just been doing little things each day to make me look on the bright side. Not always be so down and depressed and worried about all these different things because some things are out of my control. I cannot control what other people think about me i cannot control what other people say about me you know we did um a unit on habits 
And a thing was like, focus on the things you can control and don't worry about the things you can't. You know, and that's really, that's, re that's a really powerful message because a lot of people tend to stress on the things that they cannot control. I don't know if it's a human thing. I don't know if it's a girl thing, a boy thing, or a 12-year-old thing. But people tend to stress on the things they can't control and less on the things they can't control. Like someone will stress on the fact that another person can hit the ball farther than them, but they won't stress on the fact that if they practice hard enough, they can get that ball out 15, 20, 40, 60 yards. But they're so focused on that person's uh, skill, which they can't control because they're not tell they're not uh, practicing with that person. They're so focused on that other person's skill that they're not focused on theirs. You know, we tend to focus on things, like I said, that we can't control and not focus on the things we can't. You know, I think that's just a normal human thing and I think that's something that we all have to get better at. Me, for sure. For sure. Like, the things I stress about, dude, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all cannot walk a mile in my shoes. Not saying you can't because I don't know you personally and I don't, I don't know what your life is like um, at all. So maybe I do a little bit if you're my friends, but I don't know what your life is like at home or stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I, my life is not the hardest. I'm not struggling, you know. I'm not walking 15 miles to get to school. I'm not facing oppression. I'm not getting spit on. I'm not getting th uh, food thrown at me, stuff like that. But my life is a bit challenging right now. And I know that it's it's going to get easier as time goes on. So I'm really sorry for rambling. But hopefully you got something out of this with social anxiety and peer pressure. Uh, I was very not prepared today. Like I said, a lot of stuff has been going on. I didn't think I was going to get this episode out. But if you liked it, you should definitely um, click the follow button. If you want to see how the next episode will definitely be better than this. And uh, just stay tuned for more exciting content. And um guest stars quote unquote and just some really important topics just to get through life so thank you for listening to this episode and if um you have any voice messages you want to send it you can go to the anchor app and just find and just find my podcast and send in a voice message or even a little message and i'll read it in my next episode so thank you for listening and i'll see you guys next time bye